No, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. One more time. One more time. Bear Essentials Podcast is sponsored by Ken's Lager Brewery, located in Oak Park, Illinois. They're a local lager-focused brewery. The tap room is currently closed, but you can still order online for local delivery or curbside pickup. The Bear Essentials Podcast listeners will receive a 15% discount on your order by using promo code BEARSPOD. Please visit them at kenslager.com. That's spelled K-I-N-S-L-A-H-G-E-R.com. Welcome to the Berry Sentience. We are a Chicago Bears podcast for the fans. On today's show, we will break down the Bears' week nine opponent, the Tennessee Titans, with our special guest, Anna Lewis, from the Say It Again Network, and much more. Hey, Dub, man. It's good to uh, talk to you again, man. Last time we spoke uh, was kind of a, I would say, a pretty downer conversation, man. But hopefully uh, today, you know, we can have a better discussion. We'll get to look ahead to the Titans here and as you mentioned, we have our special guest, and I'm looking forward to this dialogue with her. She's someone that um, that we followed earlier in the season, and I was like, look, when we face you guys later in the season, we have to have you on her. She is a must-follow, and uh, I know our listeners will love uh, chopping it up and actually hearing what Anna has to say today. Anna, talk to our audience. I'm going to crack open a beer before... Uh... Let me crack mine open, too. I love this. <laughs> I love the beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely got to do that. So, Anna, talk to our audience. Tell them a little bit about you real quick and a little bit about yeah. your network. I know you you guys are, are, you know, you just recently moved over there. So, yeah, talk to yep. us for a little bit. Yeah. So, I just recently started the Say It Again Network with a couple of colleagues. Um, actually, it was somebody who had put together a podcast um, and they they loved the idea of having Say It Again in the brand. So it's like, you know, it was like Say It Again for the people in the back, that kind of thing. So yep. we ended up taking that and running with it and adding writers and all that good stuff. So it's been a lot of fun. Um, I, like you guys said, I'm a diehard Tennessee Titans fan. And I actually had the opportunity to coach a little bit of college football um, a little bit earlier in my career. So um, I love the game from a fan aspect, but I also love it from a film analyst and previous coach aspect. So definitely happy to... I've, down your film all week, getting ready for this Sunday matchup. So we, uh oh, I love it. Well, so I, I saw that, Anna. You, you're a former uh, NCAA uh, defensive coach, so yes. you have a lot, a lot to bring on this episode. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. So I'm a, I'm a little nervous now. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> well, no, it, no, it's it's basic, like. Trenches stuff, sure, be nervous, but anything else, I tell uh, my followers all the time, I really know D-line and I know offensive line because that's what I scouted and I coached D-line, but as far as the rest of it, I'm just another fan. (laughs) (laughs) No, we definitely hear you there. So before we get into it, give us your thoughts on your season so far. So you guys are five and two. How how are you feeling about everything over there? I felt really good until Sunday. Um, Even losing to Pittsburgh, I I was like, you know what? Pittsburgh is rock solid. We had just lost Taylor Lewan. So having that pass rush coming at us with no Taylor Lewan is like, uh, you couldn't really get too upset, especially with that comeback. So I think something that, you know, we're already seeing again in 2020 is that the Titans will always show fight. 
Um, but we missed that against the Bengals. And I don't know what was going on there. I don't know what was going on in the locker room leading up to that. And, you know, I talk about culture and locker room culture all the time on my show. So my people know that it's important to me. It impacts the way a game flows so much. And I think, you know, that's something that we saw. But overall, five and two, feeling pretty good. We've had some close games, and I'm hoping that Sunday is not so close because I, I need to be able to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and, and on our end, we we need we just we need some good uh we need some good uh mojo going on around here because I mean right. we're we're kind of a bit of a tail slide. And so when we see Tannehill and, and, and Henry and the boys coming in here, I mean, I mean, well, road game for us, but I man, <laughs> I, I look at the way Tannehill's played and he's so underrated. I honestly think that he should get more recognition across the league for what he does and what he brings on a day-to-day basis. Even if he had kind of a rough game, because I know the fans on Twitter were going after him a bit, but all in all, you got to look at what he's done in these 16 games with you guys. And he's pretty impressive. Yeah. So his numbers, I, I don't know if you've picked up on this from my Twitter, but sometimes I get a little um, a little put off by fans that only depend on numbers. But when you watch his film too, it's like he makes consistent good decisions. The only gripe I have with Tannehill is, and he actually showed that maybe this isn't an issue on Sunday, um, is that he's afraid to mess up. And I think that comes from his experience in Miami. He's afraid to throw that close pass. He's afraid of getting intercepted or having a fumble or whatever. And he, sometimes it makes him make really good decisions. Sometimes it makes him make really, really bad decisions. So um, he, the reason I said, I think he showed some growth there is because on Sunday he threw what could have been a really awesome touchdown if AJ Brown would have just stepped towards the ball. Yeah. Um, that was my immediate gripe. I was like, bro, like what's the first thing you learn <laughs> when you start playing sports step to the ball. Yeah, so that really got on my nerves. Yes. <laughs> um, but that was an example of Ryan Tannehill taking a risk and that's what I wanted to see out of him. So I think we'll see him continue to grow. It's really cool to see him get the second wind of his career and um, really get a, get a redemption shot. I love that for him. And one thing I'll say about Tannehill is that where he's underrated at, the dude can move, man. He's got some mobility. Right. don't give him a lot of credit for that. I mean, he gets out the way. I mean, he keeps extended plays. He'll run oh. if he has to. And um, we got to be very mindful of that. He's a playmaker. And I'll tell you one thing. Uh, he got a bad rap in Miami, if you ask me, because I don't think they schemed yeah. around what he could do well. That OC that they have there at Tennessee, that guy's a stud with the scheme and the way that he utilizes him. Yeah. I mean, and obviously when you have King Henry, that obviously makes things a lot. Better. Always helps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Always helps. <laughs> How do y'all feel about your defense matching up against the King? So I'm not going to call him that again on this podcast, but uh, against Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to play into it. I was like, yeah. let me just go. Yeah, let I, me I, see if he'll do it again. Yeah, no, I gave you one. I gave you one. Um, <laughs> so this is the thing. I want to get your thoughts on it because I know you do a lot of tape work and, and I do as well on this podcast. And I wish that the Bears, when we, when we look at the way that the Chiefs schemed against Henry in the AFC Championship game last year, something where we could stack the box a little bit. I think mm-hmm. that would be really key going against him. But the only issue that I have with that is with our secondary. I don't know if they have the ability to man up because the Chiefs were having to man up when they right. tried to effectively take, you know, Henry out of the game. I mean, what do you think about that? And Have you seen other teams utilizing a similar strategy this season with Henry? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really – you explained it perfectly. The reason the Chiefs had success was because – they have that front. They have Chris Jones. They have those guys in the trenches doing the hard, gritty work. 
but then they also have the honey badger. <laughs> like they have the secondary to make up for that. So yep. um, they were able to completely take away the passing option for Tannehill, who is a playmaker who loves that RPO offense. But and other teams haven't really been able to, or hadn't been able to do that in 2019. Some have struggled with it this year and some have not for whatever reason. They didn't, Henry had over a hundred rushing yards, so I can't complain, but he didn't have the production and impact that we're used to against the Bengals. And then of course, against the Steelers, our other loss, um, you saw, you know, Tannehill get pressured and yep. Henry get stuffed. So yep. um, I don't know. I, do, I don't want to come on a bears pod and say this It's going to, I'm not trying to insult your team. I don't think that your secondary can keep up with AJ Brown and Corey Davis. We did lose Adam Humphreys to concussion, which yeah. is unfortunate. He's mm-hmm. our good little quick. He, he's, I call him the token slot white guy. I know that's probably not PC, but every team well, has you're, one. You're little, Adam you're Humphreys. little <laughs> Yes. Yes. That's what he is. Um, so I love him. I think he's great. And I hate to see him go. Um, that was a Frank tough hit. That was a tough hit. And it, you know? Yeah, Definitely should have been a flag. But, I think so you know. too. That's the big question going on in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. That flag. Yeah. I mean, I hated to see that. So I think they'll be able to run on you just because you can't make some of the scheme decisions that you need to be able to make to stop Derrick Henry. Well, one thing I was going to say, because you brought up a good point about Henry, right? Because generally when he goes over 100 yards, the Titans win, right? And so right. The, the previous game was the first time that he did so and they lost. That's generally the the secret success for them. Um, and I'll just say this: that Titans team, the thing that worries me the most about them, and I'm gonna see what A Dub thinks, but they never quit. That's a team that you yeah. can never count out. I mean, that fourth quarter when you see the way that they compete, I love the way that they play on both sides of the ball. Yep. Here's my deal with the um, Titans. I think on the offensive side of it, they've been superb from my perspective. Right with Tannehill and Henry, that tandem together. They've done very well working off each other. I give the chemistry is there. My issue with them is that, hey, that Titans defense isn't what it used to be. I mean, last Mm -hmm. year they showed me some things. This year I'm like, oh, you guys know you got offense, and now you're playing for your offense to carry everything. You're relaxing. Exactly. So that coordinator over there, that defensive coordinator over there, not looking so good right now in Tennessee. Hey, A-Dub, you want no secret? We don't have a defensive coordinator. <laughs> okay. We, we have, it's crazy. Our linebacker coach is the play caller on Sunday. Yep. And Coach Vrabel is filtering everything through him. So most people don't know that unless you are a Titans fan because um, mm-hmm. they don't really advertise that out there. But um, that's been my biggest gripe with this team is that we have the talent all day, like especially on the front. Jeffrey Simmons is like 24 years old and that's is a wrecking. It's a man child. Yes, he is wrecking stuff mm-hmm. so if you had him and Clowney schemed a little bit better which an experienced dc would do i think you would see a different team there but i'm hoping with the addition of desmond king yesterday that we'll, yeah. well i don't know if he'll be available for our game against you but i'm hoping that'll relieve some of that because i've always said like pass rush and coverage work in tandem if you don't have good coverage your pass rush is not going to get there but if you don't have a good pass rush you can't depend on your coverage to hold that coverage for more than five seconds but right now our coverage is holding like two seconds yeah and i would say this too uh king is going to be great for you guys because i think what i saw was they're going to use him in the slot when the dory jackson Mm -hmm. comes back that kid that you guys have out there right now that jackson kid i've seen him on tape and I'm mm-hmm. not going to slander, but our fans know how I can get about our opponents sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm just going to say this. Um, 
I saw some things on tape that I thought that we can exploit. Um, I think Darnell Mooney and Anthony Miller, that's a key matchup that I have here that I think that he may be able to, you know, make some plays. When you looked at our team, Anna, what were some, I think, keys that you have for how you guys can beat beat us? So you mentioned earlier about Henry and, and the run game. So one thing that I did notice, and I, I'm sure this is a sore spot for you, and I apologize, um, <laughs> Wims being suspended, sure. I that made me go, okay, because two things there. Our secondary, even with the addition of King, if we don't have a Dory Jackson back, which I think it's actually his last week that he was on designated to return, and if they don't bring him back for the 53 main roster, he has to go back on IR. So he's got to come back this week. But say one of them can't come in, we need – like somebody else to step up and Wims would have been that guy to tear that apart. He doesn't get a lot of targets. He doesn't have a lot of receptions, but you guys do spread your stuff out well. And that really works against the secondary. Like, so that was a relief for me. That's, that's a key to victory for me. Um, The other piece there is we've got to get pressure. And I, I don't know if you saw all the news going on on our Uh end like an uh hour ago, Yeah, but Vic Beasley is gone. Mm -hmm. Yep. He's getting released tomorrow. Jonathan Joseph is gone. Pra- right. Praise the Lord. Um, <laughs> and then we, yeah. I, I, so I try not to badmouth players because I worked with so many players through my career. And then I actually have like different connections to old players and current players, whatever. Um, so I never want to be that person. But Jonathan Joseph is 36 years old trying to keep up with a 23 year old. It's not going to happen. Not so happen. not this. It just is what it is. Not this just is what it is. It's yeah, unfortunate. You brought up a point about the pressure. And so, A-Dub, yeah. you probably saw this for us. Our offensive line, Anna, has been a, just a fucking shit show this season. Now our backup right tackle uh, tested positive for COVID. The right guard was in close contact with him now, so he's on the reserve COVID list. So now we only have one of our starting alignment, and he's fucking trash. And so now we have him and four reserve guys. So what scares me about that is you talk about clowning. A lot of Titans Twitter has really gone after him because they've said, hey, he's been a bust and things of that nature. But I look at a lot of tape and I think that he's not being mm-hmm. schemed correctly. Clowney's a very uh, dynamic player. Yeah. So he worries me in this matchup because he's going to be going against a very inexperienced player. And my thing is this. Clowney has to stop with the inside pass rush moves because a lot of times he takes himself from being singled up and he then go- dives into a double team. And that's how he gets neutral. Yes. Right. Yes. You, you and I are on the same page, man. Like every, every point you made, I'm like, yep. Preach. Come on. Well, I, I, tear, I, I tear up that 22. <laughs> I do too. I understand. Yeah. yeah. You own it, brother. You own it. So what did you have a dub with some keys for, for us to, to beat the Titans? I had some keys, but my keys got altered due to COVID. Right. Um, mm. Oh man. COVID continues to just ruin everything. Huh? Yes. Let me give you my keys to this game here. A <laughs> couple of my keys is because I do know Anna Lewis, your team, your Titans, right? You all have had some struggles with putting pressure on quarterbacks, right? Now you're going to get a you know very weak line right now. I'm not sure how this is going to offset your weak pass rusher versus our guys. So I'm looking at the fact that we can give yeah. Nick Foles some time here, right? We give some time. I think our keys to the game really will be our running back. The thing is making um, our running back part of the offense in the passing game. So I think we're doing that. I think we may have a shot at beating you guys. 
with that perspective there. Because again, your pass rush is going to give us a little bit more time to throw the football. We check down the right. field, nothing's there. We drop it down to the running back, you know, for a couple, what, 10, 15 yards, something like that, because you guys are trying to worry about the big plays. So I did yeah. think that Montgomery, our running back, should have a good game. If you have a good game against you guys, that'll be beneficial for us. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree. I yeah. do. Um, because if you want to go look at a game to reference of our pass rush going up against a beat up O line, go look at last week. They didn't have a single starter for the Bengals, and right. they still were able to stop us. So we, I don't know what's going on with the because they have all the talent in the world. I think Prez, you're hitting the nail on the head with the schemes, and I'll send you a, a video that I did recently. I literally broke down a play. It's like Jeffrey Simmons is an interior guy, but they had him stunt behind Clowney and go to the exterior. And then they had Clowney stunt under two people and go up the A gap. Oh, that wow. doesn't make any sense. No. So it's just stuff like that. That could be fixed with a DC that knows, Hey, let's, we paid these guys for a reason. Yeah. Let's use them in their strength. And yeah. I think that would fix problems easy, but what do I know? <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds like you know your stuff. Cause I'll say this when I look at Clowney and I'm looking at that production and I'm like, if he was in the correct scheme, with the guy that he that's in the middle, because let's just be honest, when a guy like Clowney playing with next to Simmons, Simmons is going to collapse that interior. I mean, he is a right. hell of an interior pass rusher. So then now you have Clowney that's opening him up for opportunities because with us, with Khalil Mack, we've struggled with the fact that people on the, the defensive line with him not taking advantage of opportunities, but it has nothing to do with scheme. Uh, in our instance, it's just, basically people just aren't getting it done. <laughs> so right. sure. <laughs> that's the key um, there. Yeah. It's definitely the key. <laughs> I would say I'm going to go back to what we talked about earlier with Henry. I think that's going to be my biggest key. You're not going to totally uh, neutralize or stop that guy, but if you could try to just somehow make it tough on him, right? I think the bears are going to have to fly around to the football. We're going to have to like tackle because we've struggled Anna this season with tackling guys. The last game with Kamara, we weren't able to bring him down. When a guy like Henry, who if he starts breaking tackles, that's when he's going to break off one of those long runs. And I do not yep. want to see 22 in the back of that jersey because we know he can break off I those do. big runs. Oh, I bet you do. All <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Here's the deal for me, though. I'll throw this out there. Here's the deal for me, though, um, Prez and Anna. What I don't want to see that I think will hurt us more, that I think we need to stop, is to me is Tannehill. Because once they get play-action fakes going, he's there to make some good passes down the field. We got to stop that. I mean, I've seen Tannehill do this time of the time last year, even this year on several occasions because he operates off Henry. So therefore, if he's yeah. able to do those pass, pass action fakes, right, people bite on that. And guess who's, what? He gonna, who's, who's he going to throw it to? Uh, AJ, I mean, that what? AJ um, Brown out there. Who? You know. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> oh, that's my guy. Like I, so I don't know. You guys, obviously, we have not had that many conversations, but I coach D line for a reason. I love that personality, that group, because they're cocky, but like they're big, they're tough, whatever. It doesn't come across the same way as like a pretty little receiver, if that makes sense. Yep. And AJ Brown has like, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's total diva. So AJ Brown's a diva, but he's also like big and he's a tough strong dude exactly. he's not super fast um so he's like that hybrid of everything i love about a good football player i'm like oh that's my guy i love him <laughs> no I, i've seen you tweet about him that's why i had to throw that out there this oh person. yeah he's a stud he's a stud <laughs> yeah we're gonna watch him though for sure uh this coming game yeah. i think yeah with those play action fakes though coming from Tannehill. I mean, and also his mobility, we got to slow that down because, I mean, he extends a lot of drives. 
And a lot of those guys yes. get open because of that reason. So we can put a stop on him. And I think we can. I mean, that line is not that. I'll tell you right now, that offensive line from a passing standpoint is not the greatest. They okay from a rushing standpoint, right, for Henry to open up some holes. But from a passing standpoint, I don't see that same strength. Who's say, the speedster for you guys, Anna? See, that's hard. <laughs> we don't really have. <laughs> don't really have like, one. <laughs> yeah, it's everybody's more of like a, I guess, Corey Davis in a way, but not yeah, really. But not um, really. Out of all of our guys, probably him or Khalif Raymond, who Khalif is a small guy and has a really cool story. So if you don't know anything about him, you should go read his history with the NFL because he's practice squad upgraded, practice squad upgraded, that he finally found his home oh, in Tennessee, which has been really cool. That's um, good. But yeah, and like his big breakout play was last year against Baltimore in the playoffs. So, you know, no mm -hmm. big deal. Um, <laughs> but I think what I will tell you guys, your keys to victory have to be is, and this is going to sound stupid to somebody that does that only gets like the sound bite of this. You have to get a lead because if you get a mm -hmm. lead, you take away our ability to run. We right. can't run the clock down anymore. And that's our game. Um, and you also on third down for, when you're on defense, you've got to cover our tight ends because our tight ends always make their down plays. And you'll never see us go to an, an exterior guy. We're not throwing it to AJ Brown on third down. Right. We're throwing it to Michael Pruitt. We're throwing it to Anthony Ferkser. We're throwing it to Jonu Smith. Those are names you hear on those big plays. And that's, that's what they're in for. So um, those are your two keys as far as stopping that offense. Now, as far as on your offense, you just got to pray <laughs> that our pass rush doesn't come through. <laughs> <Right. nine. laughs> I know, right? if they do if they do i feel like especially with it being this time of the season i i hate to say this but this is the time of the season that tackles sting a little bit more um everything hurts a little bit more so i think you might see some people slow to get up especially trying to tackle henry and maybe getting hit by mr Clowney over there on the exterior yeah and that's why he was my key because like i said after you know three quarters of trying to tackle that freaking 240 250 right. pound guy i mean you're right that, after a while that that takes uh it takes a, a toll on you right it does um, one of the other things too is the turnover game you mentioned earlier anna that uh Tannehill is very you know safe with the ball he doesn't mm -hmm. turn the ball over a lot and with our quarterback we've seen some situations when he's had pressure where he's kind of throwing the ball up right and that's an area where we're gonna have to clean up in this ball game so that's my second key on uh, a dub just because I, we know that the Titans don't turn the ball over a ton and our right. defense has not been able to force takeaways. We're going to have to win that turnover battle in this game. That makes sense to me. We're going to have to win that battle. Matter of fact, we're going to have to create some for sure. And I think um, the person who I think can throw those turnovers, if under pressure, will be Tannehill. They'll throw it to some yeah. tough coverages. But the thing is, we got to get to them. <laughs> That's the key factor right. right there. So I think, Perez, I like what you're saying, where we're going with that part, because we're going to have to create that and get ourselves in good field positioning to score the football. So that's going to be a key for us, I think, with turnovers and also getting field position to score. Yeah. Are there any key injuries, uh, Anna, that we should be aware of besides uh, Humphreys? I know your punter also got hurt. Was there anybody outside yep. of that? So I know you know about Taylor Lewan because that was a couple of weeks ago. So Taylor Lewan being out, Bo Brinkley, our long snapper, just got released, which was weird. Um, and then Brett Kern, our punter, got hurt last week. So there's just some weird stuff going on on special teams that makes me a little nervous. I don't know who our backup long snapper is. <laughs> so I don't know how that one's going to work out. I don't know who that guy is going to be. And I am, I, I mean, Adam Humphreys is a big one, but again, him and Khalif kind of play that same role. So um, there's nobody knock on wood, super big that is not coming back this week. That wasn't on Sunday. 
Yeah, because I, I couldn't see anything for you guys. I wondered if maybe you probably saw something, you know, before we got on. Because for us, it's going to be those offensive line issues that we have. Right. And then obviously, you mentioned Javon Wims with the suspension for the fighting, which I'm not even going to get into again. But um, very inexplicable. And the thing about it is we're going to miss him. And I, I brought this up on our podcast Sunday. His impact in a run game. He's a hell of a uh, run blocker for a wide receiver. Yes. And so right. that's something that we're going to miss out there in the ball game. Absolutely. Okay. Special teams. And before we get you out of here, I want to get your thoughts here on your kicker. He's been very inconsistent. And I think that's going to be another area that we may be able to exploit if we can kind of push you guys out of that red zone area, because our defense has been very good in the red zone. And so mm-hmm. I think if we can, you know, force you guys into maybe those 35 to 45 yard field goals, no disrespect to Goskowski, because man, that guy was a legend with the He's Patriots. A right, right. But man, that was that was a long time ago, as far as I've seen. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> sorry, Adam. I'm sure. Sorry. <laughs> I thought maybe I'd get through one podcast this week. I'm hopping on another Bears podcast this week too, and I know this is going to be a question I get again. Um, I thought I'd get through one maybe without this question. Um, <laughs> God bless him is all I have to say. I feel bad for him because he's what 36 or 37 years old, and his whole career he's been this legend in new England. Um, I don't know what it is down here. Maybe it's something in the water who knows, but he is, he's better from 50 yards or more than he is 35 to 50. Yeah. Make that make sense. Like, I don't, I think it's all mental and I, I'm sure you saw me defend him a couple times on Twitter because it's like everything about special teams is mental everything. So what you can't do is go, Oh, you missed a field goal. You're fired next guy up. Because next guy up is going to go, oh, my God, if I miss, I'm getting fired. And you repeat that over and over again. You can't have that in special teams. But we're getting to a point where it's like, okay, it's not so much, oh, I missed one field goal. It's like, I missed three game winners. Yes. And like you so, said, with those guys, it's it becomes mental. And it just gets in that brain of theirs. And it's a wrap. They're done. You know? Yep. And I'm sure that's where he's at now. So I think you're right. If you can force him apparently to 35 to 50 yards. You know, don't don't go too far out because if it's 60, he'll make it. But yeah, he'll 35, nah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's going to be a good matchup because you guys are really good in the red zone of offense. And so I mm-hmm. think this matchup between our defense and that offense is going to be really, really key. And like you said, I agree with your running back. That does concern me because we have struggled with some running backs and not tackling our linebackers have been, you know, inconsistent. They're, they're stepping it up as of late, but that's an area that I'm just really kind of worried about as we go on. A.W., you have any other uh, keys before we get out of here? My last key moment here is um, I think, I know we got a tough line going on here, right? Uh, I'm not sure what it's going to look like when the game starts and we putting out their prayers, but I think because of your all's pass rushing ability, I think we can run against you guys. Um, you all giving up about 4.7 yards a game anyhow from a rush standpoint, and if it's a, a close game, I think this is probably favor us a little bit better. Of course, I love to have a lead, but if it's a close game, I'm not too much worried about the fact uh, of, of us rushing yards. I think we can get some against you guys. So I think that'd be a key factor for me. We can get some rushing yards with Montgomery. I think this will be a good game for us. Right. Absolutely. I think uh, Montgomery's going to have to meet Mr. Simmons right there up the middle, though. So good luck. <laughs> no, we're going to have to avoid him. We're we'll avoid him. We'll avoid him. We got to avoid him. We can avoid him. <laughs> I'm not going to say right now which side because I don't really feel confident of what we have going on, but we definitely can't run up the middle. And if Nagy no. does that shit, then we're done. 
Is <laughs> that boy yeah. right there? He's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. I yes, can't he wait is. to see Bears Twitter on Sunday if he starts running up the middle. I I just can't. <laughs> yeah, you might want to mute me because I'm telling you, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> it's gonna be ugly if we run that. <laughs> What's your final score prediction uh for week nine? Oh my god, I haven't thought about this. Uh I will put it at I'll say 28-24 Tennessee. 28-24. So she's man, she said we're gonna get three touchdowns. I like that. Okay. All right. I think you might. Have All you right. seen my defense, bro? Exactly. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, but, but hold on, the defense that we played last week wasn't that good either. You see how that that's, valid. Uh, that's true too. That's true. That secondary was trash. You know, we got one big play <laughs> against that secondary. So right. Never, you know, what you what you got to for the final this score is, prediction? This is gonna be an ugly game. It's not gonna be a good one. 21 16. That's gonna be the score. 21 16 Bears. It's gonna be an ugly game. That sounds ugly. That does sound ugly. I don't like that. (laughs) I'm not a fan. (laughs) Ugly game. Ugly game. I'm going uh, 20 to 13 Bears. And I am putting it on record here that Eddie Jackson will have a pick six touchdown in this ballgame. You think? Oh, yeah. I'm putting it out there. I'm feeling it. Are you putting money on it? Oh, you know, I think I might after this, after I put that down, because I definitely uh, put my foot into that one. So I think I should. Yeah, you did. Just go all in. FanDuel. <laughs> I'm going for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anna, before we let you go, can you tell our audience where they can find you on Twitter and, and, and for your, you know, Say It Again network? And just want to make sure that you can plug yourself a little bit. And we definitely appreciate you coming on. This has been a really fun episode. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys having me. It's been a blast. I've been looking forward to it since you uh, hit me up about a month ago. So I've really, really been looking forward to hopping on this show. Um, My Twitter is at Anna underscore Lewis 35. And all of our social media for the Sadigan Network is at SIA Network or the SIA Network, excuse me. So you can go follow us there and then you'll find all of our pods and stuff from there on. I have the Titans one surprise. So if you want to listen to me some more, (laughs) that's where you can find me. And I'll tell you this, listeners, definitely give her a follow. She's a great follow. She knows her football. She knows her tape. And she's also not afraid to go after people. And I really love that because you get a lot of these clowns that think they know (laughs) football. And I'm telling you, she is not afraid to put people in their place. Lord, (laughs) only have to do it sometimes. (laughs) That's all right. You're doing good work over there. I appreciate it. Thank you again, guys. Thanks again for coming on. And congratulations to your um, Tennessee Oilers. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Don't be that. Wow. Disrespect. Disrespect. All right. I'm joking. Dick, time disrespect. Well, A-Dub, man, this has been a fun episode. We loved having um, Anna on. Uh, Before we get off the episode, man, I wanted to, um, you know, tell our audience a little bit about, you know, what we're doing here with the show going forward. So, listeners, uh, we're going to start releasing two episodes a week now. We're going to do our normal game recaps, and now we're going to start doing these midweek preview pods. So I, you guys are asking for us to get more content out there. I guess you don't want me and A-Dub to sleep. It's fine. We don't have anything to do but podcasts, apparently, and it's okay. We, we're going to do it because if you guys want that, we're going to do it because that must mean you like what we guys are doing, what we're doing. So we're going to keep putting that content out there. Uh, we also have a November contest that's going to be rolling out this week for an autographed Khalil Mack football. Uh, can't wait to get that one kicked off. and. Man, we definitely were uh, overwhelmed with the people that were interested in that. And I'm um, sorry for the people that missed out on it, but we'll definitely have another contest that will be kicking out in the month of uh, January. Without further ado, A-Dub, go ahead and sign us off, brother. Thanks for listening to the Barry Sitches Podcast. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, 
and Google Podcasts. On our next episode, we will recap the Week 9 matchup against the Tennessee Titans. Bear Nation, come bear down with us. Peace. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu.